You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Self-talk part 12, dealing with thinking errors too. In the last module, we started to look at ways of dealing with those thinking errors and we looked at how our environment and the people we most mix with can have a big impact and influence on the way we think. We also looked at the first step in dealing with our negative, irrational patterns of thinking. And that was a real awareness of when it happens, your thinking patterns. One of the challenges I put to you was to try and get some feedback from someone close to you and ask them about your negative thinking habits. Now, that's a brave thing to do. Let's now carry on with step two, dispute or challenge. Learning to challenge these negative thoughts and replace them with more fair and realistic ones. As a progression to the ABC process, that was the activating event, your belief and the C, the consequence of those thoughts and beliefs, you can now add the next stage, D, which stands for dispute. So disputing those thoughts. The reason we call these types of thoughts irrational is just that. They are irrational And in the main, they have no real foundation. When we say things like, why do I always mess up, for example? It's clear that you don't always mess up. If you dispute or challenge these thoughts, you'll learn how futile they can be. And by continually disputing this pattern of thinking, you'll eventually stop having those thoughts. Or, at least when you do have them, you'll be in a better place not to let them negatively affect you. Challenging negative thinking requires deliberate rethinking about the situation or event that upset you. Again, keeping some form of diary of your thoughts and responses is useful here, particularly if you add how a situation, or more precisely, how your perception and meaning of that situation made you feel. As before, you don't need to write it down, but it could be really useful to do so. The next step is the most important. Think about the situation and try and come up with a different explanation or a different meaning about it. We call this reframing. Sometimes this is as simple as reminding yourself you don't have enough information or know for certain what is happening. Take the case of the tennis player and parents earlier, the tennis player who was mind reading. The player didn't have enough information to make the assumption on what her parents and the coach were talking about. She jumped to a conclusion. But we do this a lot when we imagine what someone might be thinking about us or what he or she might say and do, and we get ourselves worked up without any real or tangible evidence. I know I've done that in the past lots of times. There are enough potential stressors in life without making up more. Look at this process as if you were in court putting up a case for the opposition, so you end up having a disagreement with yourself. You literally fight back against your negative thinking by giving yourself a chance to think fairly and realistically about what's actually happened. You might also ask yourself, what would my friend say in this situation if it happened to them? And think of a friend who handles situations in a calm and considered way. 
Remember the words of the great Greek philosopher Epictetus, who famously said, It's not what happens to you, it's how you react to it. Finally, check your mood after coming up with some different and more rational ways of thinking. Most of the time, you'll actually feel a lot better about the situation. Testing the reality of negative automatic thoughts. Here are some questions that might help you come up with more fair and realistic thoughts. So when you get those negative thoughts, ask yourself these questions. What evidence do you have for this thought? Would most people say that this evidence supports your negative thought or not? What conclusion could you draw instead? What is a less extreme way of looking at this situation? How would someone else think about this situation? How might someone else react? Maybe I need to ask around to find out. What would I tell someone else? What would I tell someone else if they were worried about this? Bear in mind here that we are often much more realistic about other people than about ourselves. Are you setting yourself an unrealistic or unobtainable standard? What would be more reasonable? Are you forgetting relevant facts? Are you over-focusing on irrelevant facts? Are you overestimating how much control you have on the situation? What if the thing you dread actually happened? What would you do to deal with it? How will things be in six months or six years' time? Are you overestimating how likely this event is to actually happen in the first place? Are you underestimating? Are you underestimating how well you can deal with this problem or situation? Remember, it's not enough to come up with a rational, fair and realistic thought just once. Habitual negative thinking repeats over and over. They're learned patterns that need to be unlearned. It's a habit that's hard to break without constant attention over a period of weeks. More balanced thinking will help you feel better and it will take practice. Unlike negative thinking, thinking positively doesn't actually come naturally to most people. At least, not at first. It takes practice before getting the hang of this realistic thinking, and then you can start seeing a much brighter present and future. Step three, preparing for trigger situations. So now, you're much more aware of your thinking patterns, and you understand how you can dispute or challenge these irrational thoughts. You're probably very aware of those situations, events or people in your life that are quite likely to trigger your unhelpful thoughts. Now, if you can be prepared for those trigger situations, it'll make it much easier to deal with them when they arrive. As an exercise, think of an event, a situation or a person that's a potential stressor to you. Think of what is it about that situation or person that presses your stress button. Deliberately, start rehearsing your new, fair and realistic thinking. You'll have to tell yourself how to look at the situation in a different way, almost as though you were giving advice to a friend. If and when the unhelpful thinking starts, respond to it, fight back. You may feel as though you're having an argument with yourself, but that's okay. Every time you talk back to your unhelpful thinking, it gets weaker and your fair and realistic thinking gets stronger. Another way of thinking about that situation or person is to tell yourself you don't want to waste any of your precious time even thinking about them in the first place. 
we mentioned thought stopping earlier, you've got better things to focus your attention and effort on. In this case, you won't even have to dispute the thoughts because you don't allow them to enter your mind. That's where you want to get to, when your thinking patterns become much more controlled. To summarise, once you become more aware of your thoughts and your responses, use the ABC model to look at what activated your thought, what you believed about the thoughts and yourself, and then as a consequence how that made you feel. And then start to challenge or dispute those thoughts in a logical way, finding evidence to counteract the initial thoughts. We've explored self-talk in some detail and seen how much of our general thinking patterns might be negative and irrational. With the tools outlined in this program, you'll be in a much better place to understand why you have the thoughts and how to start disputing and challenging them. And finally, start preparing for those trigger moments that normally push your button and come up with an alternative way of thinking about it. You'll be much happier and healthier for doing so. Eventually, once you've learned the futility of even thinking in this way, you won't even allow those thoughts to start, or certainly to fester, using strategies like our thought-stopping technique, which we described earlier. Remember that challenging your negative thinking is not easy at first, so it's important to keep trying to make the negative thinking weaker and the realistic thinking stronger. Your mind activity today Practice and practice. Become in charge of the thoughts you have and commit not to be a victim of negative and irrational thinking patterns and change your focus onto the nicer things in life. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.